0: Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Since this week we're talking about pumps and motors, I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about some of the different noises you're going to hear when you have a problem with your pool pump or motor. So I'm going to go over some of the more common sounds you're going to hear. And I'll try not to make these noises by myself, but I'll just describe them to you. That way the podcast isn't a little bit weird or irritating. Um, But I'll go over what noises to look for or what the noises that you hear will indicate, and things like that for you in this podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I think the two most common noises you're going to hear when you're having a problem with your pool pump motor is either... A really high-pitched screeching noise that you can hear from the front of the house in a lot of cases as the pump bearings start to wear out more and more. And so the first indicator of the bearings wearing out is maybe that screeching noise. It's a high-pitched noise, and then it'll get higher and higher pitched as the motor starts to, as the bearings start to burn out. And it may go away for a while once the motor heats up. But that noise will come back uh, pretty rapidly and get louder and louder. The second noise is very common when you go to turn on your pump. And there's a problem. Is You're going to hear a humming noise. You know, it'll be like a mmm and then click right after that. And so that is basically either the run capacitor or the start capacitor. Or it could be that the bearings have seized up and the motor is definitely burned out. But typically... You want to start with with that humming noise and clicking noise with the run capacitor or start capacitor. The run capacitor is normally located on top of the pump in a small little chamber or hump on the on top of the pump. And the um, start capacitor would be in the back of the pump behind the wiring. Uh, you take the back of the pump off, the pump off, the back of the motor off, sorry. And then you're going to see the wiring in there and you're going to see the capacitor it looks like a small little soda can, basically, and that's the capacitor that starts to pump. And when that goes bad, you're going to hear that humming mm, and then the clicking. I said I wasn't going to make the noises, but that's kind of a fun one to do. Um, so that is one of the ones that you're going to find to be the most common. And so if you replace the capacitor, usually the pump will start back up. Now if the motor is getting old and it is getting overheated because of the age of it and the bearings are wearing out, that capacitor may trip again um, within a week or two or a month. And then you probably, that's an indicator that the motor itself is no good. But usually if you change that run capacitor or start capacitor, some pumps have one or the other. Some pumps have both of them. You're going to find mainly in a lot of the pumps in my area, you'll have the run capacitor on top, under that little chamber on top. And replacing that solves that problem. Um, But again, if you turn on the pool pump and you hear that humming and then the click, that's usually the sign that the capacitor needs to be replaced. And the capacitors are all um, specific to that particular motor so that they're not universal. So when you go to replace it, you want to make sure that you um, get the same one that came with the pump or the motor. And if you can't figure that out, you can take it into your pool store it only has two wires holding it on. Take it in and have them match it up. When you reconnect it, it doesn't matter where which wire goes where on the, on the run capacitor, so don't worry about that. Um, but you need to match it up, otherwise it's not going to work correctly. Another possibility for that humming and clicking sound is the impeller being jammed up against the wall of the pump. This is very common in the um, whisper flow pumps because the Pentair seal plate on the back, if it gets wet, it starts to warp, and you're gonna have a very similar symptom or a very similar sound to a bad capacitor. You'll have that humming, and then it'll click off, and that's not because the capacitor is bad, but that's because the impeller is jammed up against the side of the pump, it can't spin, and that's where that humming sound comes from, and the clicking, I guess, like a safety feature of sorts. And so one way to test that, and this is kind of weird, but I do this all the time with the Whisper Flow pumps, is to kind of stand over the pump and kind of grab the motor. Well, you have to kind of get in a position where you can turn it on at the same time. So what I like to do is I like to flip on the time clock or hit the, on the automated panel, I hit the, the button for the pump to engage, and then I'll stand behind it, and using all my strength, I'll grab onto the motor and kind of pull it up or to the side to kind of straighten it out. And if that pump starts up, if the motor starts up, then you know for sure that the impeller is getting jammed against the side of the pump, and that's the problem. So you kind of brace yourself against it, pull up on the motor, up towards you, and that kind of straightens out the seal plate on the back. And if the motor again starts up, then that's the problem there. Again, I noticed that mainly with the Pentair Whisper Flow pumps, especially if you notice that the seal plate is getting wet and there's some rust forming around that area, that's probably an indication that that could be warped from the water hitting that seal plate on the in the um, whisper flow pump. And since there's a ton of whisper flow pumps in my area, I find this to be a common problem. Especially if there is something you know as simple as a temp sensor on the pipe and it, that seal is leaking and it's dripping directly onto the Pentair pump, or sometimes the filter's leaking, or some kind of water is getting on there. Um, that's a very common problem. But generally, it's going to be the run capacitor or start capacitor when you hear that humming and clicking noise. And then secondary would be um, the motor just not being functional anymore, being burned out. And third would be the impeller jammed up against the side of the pump because the seal plate is warped. So that's very common. I'll go back real quick to the loud um, screeching noise. It may start out as a squeal, like a pig squealing. And one thing to note, if you have a variable speed pump and you hear that kind of pig squealing noise and you think maybe your VS pump is burning out, just note that in very cold weather, just by the nature of how the pump is designed, that the VS pump is going to squeak like that or squeal at the beginning. And as that pump heats up, that squealing noise should go away. So don't take that squealing noise on a variable speed pump in low outdoor temperatures as an indicator that that pump is burning out. That's not the case. Usually the variable speed pumps last a very long time. And before that motor burns out, the drive usually fails. The drive is a controller on top. So that squealing noise could be perfectly normal. And it may even be normal in standard pumps when you start them up in really cold temperatures or if the pump's having a problem. That squealing noise could be an indicator that the bearings are going out. And it turns into a screeching noise That gets louder and louder, and I did mention that once the motor heats up, that screeching noise may get a little better. It may even go away for a week or two, Um, but then it will come back with a vengeance, and I've had service accounts, I'm not kidding you, where the pool equipment is a good, you know, 100 yards away or, you know, 200 yards away from the front of the house. These are big houses in the area that I service, and when I pull into the driveway, I can hear that pump motor from the driveway screeching and typically the neighbors are going to call you know the city and complain about the noise or they'll call the homeowner and let them know that hey your pump is really getting loud can you address that and that's usually the bearings now a lot of people don't like rebuilding him because there's not much guarantee on rebuilding the pump but you can't take it into a motor shop at this point if you're the full service provider just take the you know, the wires off and disconnect the three wires on the back and then take the bolts off or remove the clamp and then pull that motor out and take it in to a motor shop complete like that with the impeller on there and the motor shop can rebuild those bearings for you, or put new bearings on for you. It's not a huge expense and typically you would charge the homeowner about $130 for it um, after you take it in and have the bearings put on. There's some cost involved, of course, for you taking the pump off and bringing it in. But that's typically the charge because the bearing replacement is not super expensive. You can even do it yourself. Now, one way to tell if you can actually even change the bearings on the motor, and this is really important, is if you look at the motor itself, if it looks really rusted and if the back bolts look really rusted because they're going to have to take the back off the motor to get to the bearings. And if it looks like you can't even get to it because it's just full of rust and it's really old and corroded, then you probably can't rebuild the bearings in that pump. And I'm not referring to the bolts on the front of the pump that's holding the motor on, but there are these really thin uh, motor through bolts. They're like long, giant screws that go into the back of the motor. And if those are rusted, they won't be able to get those out and take the motor apart to get to the bearings. So those are the ones I'm referring to. You've probably seen them if you've ever taken a motor apart. Um, there's usually two of them in the back of the motor. They go all the way through, and that kind of holds everything together. I believe the, the actual name is uh, motor thrust bolt or something like that. And so that's one thing to look for when you go to try to rebuild the bearings in it. And I would say that once you rebuild the pump, uh, the motor, sorry, you can get about you know one or two years out of it depending on how long the pump is running and, and so forth. But you can only guarantee usually for the customer about 90 days, three months, maybe six months, depending on if the motor shop gives you that kind of a warranty. So sometimes it's better just to replace that particular motor once the bearings start to burn out. And so that is probably the most irritating and loudest noise that your pool pump will make when the bearings in the motor start to burn out. And again, it's extremely loud and it gets louder and louder And that needs to be addressed. Once it starts to get to a point where, again, the neighbors are calling or you can hear it from the front of the house, that that motor is shot. And typically, you'll see the um, pump seal leaking at that point or sometime before that as the motor starts to get hotter and hotter. So one of the indicators that the bearings are burning out also is that the pump seal is leaking. You'll see water dripping in the center of the pump and motor where they come together. The other thing that you want to look for with noises and this is one that's pretty common and you may hear unusual noises with the pump but this one here is common when the impeller gets jammed with debris so you have your typical pool and then you have the debris that the skimmer basket can capture and then you have debris that goes right through the skimmer basket into the pump basket. One thing I advise to avoid this if you could depending on how your pool set up and if you have a cleaner connected to the skimmer or not. But one thing that I like is the skimmer sock or filter saver, and this is a kind of a pantyhose-type material a mesh that you can put into the skimmer basket that will stop any small particles from passing through that skimmer basket into the pump. But without that, St. Augustine grass, a lot of small leaf debris, um, different kind of pollen from trees, um, anything that can get through the skimmer basket into the pump basket tends to go right where the back of the pump, where the impeller's at. Some pumps are worse than others. The Penta Whisper Flow is one pump where the debris tends to clump up right there by the impeller. Same with the larger Jandy, you know, the massive Jandy Stealth pumps. All that, you know, you have that huge pump basket area, um, but lo and behold, all the debris gets pulled right where the impeller's at and gets pulled through that pump basket, so it kind of defeats the purpose of having that gigantic wet end or pump pot area when debris jams the impeller, um, which I really don't like those pumps for that reason. But the Whisper Flow pump's the same thing. They pull so much water that they'll crack the Whisper Flow pump basket right at the impeller, and debris will get in there. But basically what I'm getting to is the sound you're hearing sometimes is the debris stuck in the impeller. And so you're going to hear the pump kind of struggling. Noises could vary, um, but for me, it sounds like a grinding kind of, you know, swishing noise. And if you look at the pressure gauge on the uh, filter, you'll notice that the PSI is lower than normal. So if normally that, that filter is at 20 PSI, you'll see it like around 8 or 7. And this is a good indicator that there's something stuck in the impeller. So, of course, very easy to clear in most cases. I simply take off the lid of the pump, uh, of course turn everything off, take the lid of the pump off, take the basket out. I'll take a just a standard screwdriver and spin the impeller. You'll almost always hear immediately like a gurgling noise when the um, pump is draining back down, which means the debris is cleared. You may see grass pop, pop out of there, kind of like when you have a toilet that's clogged and you plunge it. Um, once you plunge it, you hear that noise as all the water kind of gets pulled into the toilet. Um, that's kind of how it sounds when you're clearing the impeller on a pump. You know, when you spin it and get the screwdriver and kind of pick at it, um, that noise will happen. And that, that pretty much indicates that the impeller is clear. So go ahead and fill up the pump with water, put the basket in, fill up the pump with water, put the lid on and turn it on and see if that solves it. So you may even hear like a noise, like something, uh, like paper flapping against each other. Like if you have a piece of paper hanging out the window of your car, that sometimes sounds like something jammed in the impeller. Probably one of the ones that is typical. If you have a Hayward, um, Super 2 pump, which is common in my area, the, there's a impeller ring, the plastic, white plastic impeller ring on that particular impeller. And a lot of times that impeller ring will wear down snap off and they get stuck in the impeller so you're going to hear the pump making a click a consistent clicking noise kind of like when you were a kid if you did this i did this where you had your bicycle and you taped a playing card in there and as you rode your bicycle you'd hear that click 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 click, click sound that's kind of what it sounds like when the impeller ring is stuck in the impeller and kind of causing that noise and so the super 2 hayward super 2 is very common in other pumps i'm sure it happens in but I've noticed it on those pumps in particular. And so if you hear that kind of, uh, you know, card, baseball card, in the bike spoke noise, that's probably something stuck in the impeller. The plastic impeller ring would be the um, suspect that I would, the number one suspect in that case. But it could be some kind of debris stuck in there making that noise. So I think those are some pretty common noises that you're going to hear with the pool motor and pump. Um, again, the high-pitched squealing, squeaking, screeching noise is the bearings going out, then you have the humming and then the clicking, which is the start capacitor, run capacitor, or the impeller jammed up, and then any weird noises, um, you're going to find that it's the impeller. Sometimes the impeller is cracked and it's not even. I've had impellers that were cracked and you're going to hear that noise too, and you may hear, you know, the pump struggling with the cracked impeller. So to me, those are pretty typical noises you're going to hear day in and day out out there doing pool service or as a homeowner. So kind of keep your ears tuned to those noises. And I did the best I could without doing the screeching and squealing noises for you here in this podcast. Couldn't resist the humming and popping noise or clicking noise. Oh yeah, and the popping noise, I should mention that. So if you turn on your pool pump and you hear a pop, you know, a loud pop. And if you see flames coming out of the back of the motor, which is typical of that popping noise, Um, That motor is pretty much burned out. So I've had that happen to me on several occasions. Turned on the pump, hear a popping noise, and then um, see flames shoot out in some cases, some cases not. But that's pretty much the end of that motor's lifespan at that point. So definitely need to replace it at that point. You won't hear that popping noise very often unless you do service for several years. But that is one noise that you may hear on occasion. And If you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, definitely go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on that podcast icon and they'll drop down to other podcasts. And if you're interested in enhancing your business, you can definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The cool Guy podcast Show.